Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of History Every Day, where we look back on the most interesting and important events that took place on this day in the past. Today is a bit of a milestone episode. This is episode number 200 for January 16th, and we're going to start off in 1556 when Philip II becomes King of Spain. And in 1780, during the American Revolutionary War, the Battle of Cape St. Vincent takes place. And finally, in 1920, the League of Nations holds its first council meeting in Paris, France. I'm Austin Dahl, your host as always. Let's get into it and let's see what we can learn today. On January 16, 1556, a significant transition in European history occurred as Philip II ascended to the throne, becoming King of Spain. His reign marked a pivotal era in both Spanish and global history, as Spain was one of the most powerful empires in the world at that time. Philip II was the son of Charles V, the Holy Roman Emperor, and Isabella of Portugal, who inherited a vast empire. Under his rule, Spain's influence extended across Europe and into the Americas, Asia, and Africa. His reign was characterized by the strengthening of royal power, expansion of Spanish influence, and the vigorous defense and promotion of Catholicism. One of the defining aspects of Philip II's reign was his staunch commitment to the Catholic faith. He saw himself as a defender of Catholicism against Protestantism, which was spreading in parts of Europe. This religious zeal led to his involvement in various conflicts, most notably the Spanish Armada's unsuccessful attempt to invade Protestant England in 1588. Philip II's rule also coincided with the Spanish Golden Age, which was a period of flourishing in arts and literature. Spain saw significant cultural achievements with figures like El Greco, Miguel de Cervantes, and Lope de Vega, contributing to the artistic and literary legacy of this era. On January 16, 1780, during the American Revolutionary War, the Battle of Cape St. Vincent took place near the southern coast of Portugal. This naval engagement, though a peripheral event in the context of the American Revolution, was part of the wider conflict involving European powers and had implications for the overall war effort. The Battle of Cape St. Vincent was primarily a confrontation between British and Spanish fleets. Spain, which had entered the war as an ally of France and by extension the American colonies, sought to challenge British naval power and open a new front in the conflict. The Spanish objective was to control the Mediterranean and support their operations against Gribaltar, which was under British control. The British Royal Navy under the command of Admiral Sir George Rodney engaged the Spanish fleet near Cape St. Vincent. Rodney, aware of the strategic importance of maintaining British naval dominance, sought to intercept and defeat the Spanish fleet. The battle was marked by Rodney's successful tactics, including the breaking of Spanish line of battle. The British inflicted significant damage on the Spanish fleet, capturing several ships. The victory at Cape St. Vincent bolstered British naval morale and maintained their control of the seas around the Iberian Peninsula. And finally, on January 16, 1920, 
a landmark event in international diplomacy occurred as the League of Nations convened its first council meeting in Paris, France. This inaugural meeting marked the beginning of the League of Nations efforts to promote peace and cooperation after the devastation of World War I. The League, conceived as part of the Treaty of Versailles, was the first international organization of its kind. It aimed at resolving disputes between nations through dialogue and collective action rather than warfare. The first council meeting of the League of Nations was a moment of significant hope and expectation. Representatives from member countries gathered to lay down the framework for the organization's operation and to discuss its role in maintaining world peace. The League's structure included a general assembly in which all member states had representation and an executive council composed of the major powers and smaller states on a rotating basis. Despite its noble objectives, the League of Nations faced numerous challenges and criticisms. The refusal of the United States to join following the Senate's decision not to ratify the Treaty of Versailles was a significant setback, depriving the League of a major world power support. Additionally, the League often struggled with a lack of authority and the inability to enforce its resolutions, particularly when dealing with aggression by major powers. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of History Every Day. If you get the chance, please give the podcast a rating and a follow on both Apple and Spotify. And I will see you all tomorrow for some more history.